welcome to the Heroes Tavern podcast, coming live from the Go Game Market in uh, Abbotsford. That's the I one. said Sorry Hills. We're not in Sorry Hills. Uh, <laughs> no, very so not. Definitely Abbotsford. Um, yeah, well, we uh, here talking video games. No, not so much beer drinking. Yeah, Red Bull. We're in a church. I feel like we probably are not allowed oh. to. Yeah, oh, I'm sure you can get some communion wine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, where's the blood? I of don't the think Christ? they just put that on tap. I feel like that's really? just, no. I think you have to be there for communion. They don't just have a, like a keg out the back where you can go. <laughs> well, yeah, they probably well, do. To be honest, could bring some Trappist beer. Made by monks. Yeah, perfect. Does anybody know how to tap a Christ? What? I think you do it through the hand. <laughs> yeah, there's a story about that, like from like an old, um, an old English like general. Oh, he was an admiral in like the like navy way back when, and so he died on the boat. And so they put him inside the rum barrels to preserve Ooh. his body Ooh. to oh, like, get him back to England. I yeah. can see this going poorly. And so the expression is called tapping the admiral when you're taking, the, uh, taking a drink because he was in the keg. Jesus. Jesus. What? I mean, look, poo comes out of you when you die. Yeah. <laughs> they, I don't know. All I know is they called it tapping the admiral. Oh, man. That's, oh, that's a well, great story. Look, I guess I should introduce myself. I'm Callum. I'm here with Josh. Hello. I'm here with Nick. Hey. And we've also got special guest, Tim. Singer Master Tim to you. Singer Master, sorry. <laughs> Singer Master Tim. My bad, I should put that in there. Tim. How are you, mate? Um, yeah, I'm in my prime. Yeah. Um, I'm surrounded by great games and that's people. It. Yes. <laughs> well, we'll find out by the end of this podcast. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, no, we're all horrible people. Like, you've walked yeah. into a real, like, dumpster yeah, fire oh, here. Yeah, you're going to be regretting this one in the morning. Okay. <laughs> we, all, we already made fun of Jesus Christ. And we had, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. we hadn't even done the introductions yet. <laughs> <laughs> we made fun of Jesus Christ in a church. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, we're all going to hell. <laughs> no getting out of this one. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, what, what, we've turned that corner. Might as well just go whole hog into it. There's no turning back. Lean yeah. in, just lean, lean in. in. <laughs> I'm all about that, apparently. Uh, <laughs> you never guess what we talk about on this podcast. <laughs> it's very rarely video games. Oh, yeah, it's it? very rarely video <laughs> yeah. games. It's yeah. Often That's it's okay. random bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so we are here at the Go Game Market. Have you guys, all of you guys had a look around so far yet? Or? Yeah, yeah. I have yet to. Yeah. Oh, I've, been oh. to I've been doing a bit of uh, historical research on Sega. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh. I wonder just, why. Just what I like to do in my time off, you know. <laughs> Research game companies. <laughs> We're also sitting right next to the um, Perfect Dark joystick challenge. Oh. So it d- we're not in a war zone. No. Yeah, you put it out there. You're <laughs> just hearing gunshots from Perfect yep. Dark. That's yep. it. Friend of the yeah. show, Game Storm, has set up a nice big loud setup right next to us <laughs> just to piss off our audio. Oh, uh, yeah, it's beautiful. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just to spite us. Ah, oh, good on them. They're taking right. the uh, podcast battle just that little bit too far. <laughs> yeah. Now they're messing with our content. Speaking of, I believe they will be coming this afternoon. Joystick, what? Perfect Dark, Heroes Tavern versus Ooh. Game Stormers. Oh, jeez. So that, that's going to be a good I think, one. I think that one's for Nick. <laughs> oh, I think that one's <laughs> for them. they practice, man. <laughs> Who plays Perfect Dark with a flight <laughs> sim stick? I mean, Who plays know, Perfect man. Dark? Oh, that's, that's a low blow. <laughs> that's, Who that's uses harsh, a man. flight sim stick? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, I guess as we are here with the Sega master himself, yeah. we are going to do a bit of a brand breakdown about the brand of Sega. Yes. Where'd they come from? Where are they now? Where are they now? (laughs) (laughs) That's a a big question. We'll we'll, we'll tackle that. It's like, where's Wally? (laughs) (laughs) It was always going to happen. So Josh just lost his microphone stand. Now it's looking... This this. is brilliant. Now you look like a rock star. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is so like... 
goddamn Bohemian Rhapsody level stuff right here, mate. <laughs> Man, that movie looks fantastic. Oh, it does. <laughs> well, now that your hey. microphone's fallen over, well, you knew that this was going to happen. Yeah, I don't even know how to hold this <laughs> talk, thing properly. Talk into it still, mate. <laughs> I'll just... Yep. Yeah, okay, this will do. <laughs> this will do. That looks very That's comfy. <laughs> Uh, it looks edgy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to kick us off, Josh? Considering um, you okay, have the issue. Sure. Yeah, so... <laughs> right, wait, let, me, let me hold this the mic there so for you. <laughs> <laughs> you can probably attach it to your chair. Yeah, you probably should have done that to start with. That's probably not the worst idea, but I can't be stuffed doing yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> okay. Just hold it and it'll get heavy and then it'll get bored and Yeah, tired. yeah, I'll try and like rest on my leg or some shit. Alrighty. So, All there right. we are. That works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, okay, brilliant. so... We've, we've, we've been doing this for years. We're very professional. Oh, I can tell. <laughs> um, okay, so I've done a... Look, I've done some quick, brief research mm. on Sega and it just, it just kept going. <laughs> it just kept going. Kept going? I, had to, to, I had to tell Josh a couple times to... To just you know skim over some of the details. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, I didn't know that technically it started in Honolulu, Hawaii, yeah. in the forties. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 Because I would never guess that. Yeah, during the war, apparently the military got bored just being stationed in Hawaii, so they're like, "Hey, mm. let's put some coin-op machines to keep people entertained." I'm sure they downtime. were because they were bored for a long time. Well, <laughs> Pearl Harbor was interesting, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. Like they'll, they'll build that oh, entire that'll time. Like, uh, <laughs> it will break that boredom a bit. <laughs> But, you know, so before the internet, how do you keep your troops tr- um, entertained? So these, these are coin-operated ga- arcade machines, not slot machines. Or are they slot machines? More slot machines, because it's sort of before the arcades. This was okay. 1940, don't forget. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I, was, I wasn't around then, so I don't have a very good idea true, what it was like. True. But then, you know, after the war, the U.S. was like, yeah, we're not going to have any coin like slot machines allowed in the U.S. So yeah. they, sent, uh, they decided to send some people over to Japan into the U.S. bases there okay. to keep people entertained. So that's sort of how they got their foothold. Mm. In Japan, by 1954, they started using the name Sega on the slot machines. Okay. Before so then, they were just standard games, I think they were. Or yeah, standard yeah. Like service games. Service, well, they were standard service. and then service. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So service what, what does Sega come from? Does any, do we know this? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> service game. What? It's like so, with the so name it, Sega. Is yeah, it service so game? S-E. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, there you yeah. go. That's why we have you around here. You've got all the knowledge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Worst person you can rely on. Um, continue. Yeah. <laughs> so they basically, in the 60s, they dissolved service games into two companies that I'm not even going to uh, attempt to pronounce because they're like, yeah, they're very not English sounding. Yeah. Okay. Hard sure. to, but basically, one of these companies worked on manufacturing and the other one worked on distribution. Okay. Um, then they were importing machines, and that's when they really started making their own stuff to repair these uh, second-hand machines mm. they were importing. Right. And then they made their first like, video game-based machine called Periscope, which okay. sort right. of blew up. They were not expecting it to be as popular as it was. This was also the first machine in the U.S. that was like t- a quarter to play it every time. Right, sure. Um, and because of the success of that, over the next two years, they made between eight and ten games a year. Oh wow! Just to like, mm. yeah, to sort of really, sort of almost kickstart the arcade era. era. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Right. yep. Um, just sort of absolutely speeding through it here. They, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got so much of this. Uh, well, so I'm, much try- I'm trying to speed through <laughs> my extensive <laughs> yeah, notes. What have I got here? Um, there are a lot of dot points there. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
1969, they had to sell... <laughs> do, do, do. You know it's your do to do You know you've got a real good source, that, source of information if you oh, get a yeah. do to do Did you meant to edit this before? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that's me yeah. finding my place. In 1969, Seagus was sold to Gulf and Western for $10 million hmm. due to financial struggles from just rampant piracy. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Okay. Mm. I don't know how you pirate an arcade cabinet in the 60s, but it was happening. <laughs> it was more like actual piracy where you, you came in with a <laughs> right, yeah. flintlock, you put it on a trolley and you took it. Yeah, yeah. I suppose, well, they have to ship the consoles from Japan to the US. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, 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 exactly. They were just getting... You're just coming on with like a, a man of war, <laughs> yeah. boarding the ship, taking it off. Think of them, yeah, with the, they, 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 they board the ship, they, they grab it, they swing back over to they, their ship. Yeah, yeah, they swung with it in one arm. Yep. They got their chests of booty and a couple of seats. Arcade <laughs> machines. Um, there was a bit of a downturn in the arcade business in the eighties, so Seagull's like, "We need to get into the home console market." Isn't that the big like arcade part was the eighties? Isn't that the real big? Oh, it must era? be more like seventies. Uh, yeah, late late seventies. Okay. Yeah. and early eighties. Late seventies, yeah. early eighties, sure. But yeah, by the early eighties, with the downturn, they're like, "Yeah, we should probably get into the home console market. That seems to be where things are things are heading." Mm. Okay. So yeah. they're released in Japan, the SG one thousand. Oh yeah. man, I would buy that today with that name. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was up against the Famicom okay. in, in yep. Japan, and it, it sort of struggled because didn't yeah. do so well. Didn't do so well because Famicom, Nintendo <laughs> doing Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a pretty famous console. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they've like, okay, we'll uh, we'll update it a bit. We'll put it out in the US. We'll make our Mark Three. Not sure what happened to Mark Two, but yep. they went to Mark Three. <laughs> um, they renamed Mark Three to the Master System. Which is a name mm. some of us may be a bit more familiar with. I do with. remember the Master System name. I remember that too. <laughs> I think I had one. I remember it from about 10 minutes ago when I first heard about it. <laughs> no, um, but that also didn't go so well. No, Even though no. this one was out in I the notice, US. I'm noticing a trend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they sort of didn't really do well until the uh, Mega Drive or the Genesis, depending the on Mega where Drive. you're from. There you go. Yeah. That was when they started to really get a bit of a foothold going. Um, and they had they had a great marketing it's campaign going off over in the here. US. <laughs> so they're like, "Hey, we have a two pronged approach. The first approach is just dissing Nintendo. They use the slogan <laughs> yeah. Genesis does what Nintendo don't.' Oh, that is that is brutal. That's some yeah. fire, man. Yeah, that is just yeah, just yeah. take that. You know, someone got paid big bucks for that. Yeah, <laughs> it was Al Nielsen. Was it? You know, uh, I spoke to him. Oh, yeah, right. wow, a few months ago. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll talk about that one shortly, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's some name dropping. Yep. And then the second thing was like, okay, we need games. We need just like some new IP, like our yeah. own our own games. So they ran a bit of a contest to come up with like a character to combat Mario. And they came up with Mr. Needlemouse. Mm. <laughs> who was a teal hedgehog with red shoes. <laughs> they, re- they renamed him something a bit more... Um, Sounds... <laughs> Vaguely familiar. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ever heard of Sonic? I placed my finger on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, even like Needle Mouse? Is that just like a poor translation of Hedgehog in Japanese? <laughs> yeah. Japanese? Probably. Like, it's yeah. probably Pretty a much. literal translation. Yeah. It'd be like the literal translation yeah, of Hedgehog. Surely. Is yeah. Needle Mouse. Needle Mouse. <laughs> yeah. Which is cooler, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to that. We, uh, we'll have Mr. Jump and Mr. Needlemouse. Oh, I love it. <laughs> at the, Mr. At Jump the Olympics. <laughs> Mr. Jump Odyssey. <laughs> I would have played the crap out of that game. Jump Man Jump. Um, and then, come the 90s, they released Game Gear to go up against Game Boy. Yeah, I remember a Game mm. Gear. I had, an, I had a family friend who owned a Game Gear. It was awesome. It had like a little TV aerial you could plug into it. 
and oh, watch wow. TV. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it had a yeah. TV. Jesus Wait, Christ. What? You could, you could yeah. plug in like a cartridge that had a TV tuner and an oh aerial. Oh, my God. And just watch <laughs> TV on, That's on the maddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> how is Sega trip. not the biggest... Ca- how is Sega not Google with that kind of shit? Well, you see, they released a console called the Genesis. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard of. It wasn't the Genesis, yeah. by the way, Josh. The Dreamcast is the one you're thinking of. Yes, no, yeah, sorry. It was it is too. <laughs> um, but was bef- their big boy. Yeah, yeah before that they right. had the Saturn. Ah, oh, yeah, the Saturn. Yeah. Um, which also posted a bit of a, a bit of trouble for them. It that was, was their like mm. PlayStation One, one era. PlayStation yeah, One so era. Yeah. It was yeah. quite expensive. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Um, and yeah, with for both for both the com- for both Sega to make and for the consumer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was a lose lose. Well, yeah, what could they go like, wrong? They they had like a date like set in stone that like we're going to release it on this day. It was going to be called Saturn Day. It was a Saturday, but they ended up getting it out in the US earlier because of PlayStation. So it was out in the US like five months before PlayStation. Oh really? Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then like PlayStation just like obliterated them almost oh. as soon as it launched. Yeah. Yeah. Did not did not bode well. So they're like, okay, we need we need something. We need something a bit more cheaper um, to get to get people in. So they come up yeah. with Dreamcast. Also not not fantastic for yeah, them. Dreamcast <laughs> didn't go too well. well look, no, they, they didn't like. It didn't do too like. It was yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't ignorable. Tr- yeah. They sold ten million it's, units. Yes. Someone's done their research. Maybe. <laughs> I didn't want to look like an idiot. <laughs> but basically, like, by the end of 2000, we need to have sold 5 million yeah. uh, to remain viable, and they had three. Oh, so, like, yeah, okay. yeah, not, yeah. So, not so good. So then in May 2000, they shifted to software. Yeah, they dropped and, out of the hardware game. And that's sort of where they live. My Lord. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Up until recently, okay. I think <laughs> they've gone slightly back into with, like, the whole classic console yeah, thing. Yeah. Is, yeah. There, is there an official... Yeah, that's an official Sega yeah. Mega, uh, Mega Drive Classic, whatever it's called. Oh. Yeah, and yeah. There's, I think there's another one coming out soon. Oh, there you go. Yeah, oh. yeah, oh, yeah that's another good. one. The, uh, yeah, Sega's come out Dreamcast with some classic. Some, <laughs> dream, oh, dude. I, I've heard there's a lot of great games that were really good on the Dreamcast that sort of fell into obscurity purely mm. because the console didn't go so yeah. well. Like Wii U. That's it. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. exactly the same thing. It's just there's no switch for the, the Dreamcast. <laughs> exactly. For them to like port games to. Yeah. I could just do it on phones. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that that's a brief history of Sega. Brief history of Sega. And that 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 there's and my there notes. You are. I'm done. Oh. Tapping out. <laughs> <laughs> Some fun stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. So, Sega. So, where whereabouts in that timeline do you fit in, Tim? I fit in between 1990 to about I think it was 95, 96. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So, I was there for some time. Yeah. yeah sure. And it was my first job. Oh wow! Oh, wow. First yeah. job. Yeah. So people say I peaked way too early. <laughs> <laughs> way yeah. too early. Yeah. Yeah. We can all relate to that. One. Yeah. Oh, man. That <laughs> would have been a that would have been a great day to find out that you got a job at. So did, did you already were you already into video games at that stage? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. uh, deeply into it. Uh, I was saying to another guy that, that how I got into video games. Um, I've got type one diabetes. I had a shit time with it oh. um, growing up as a teen. So I spent a lot of time in hospital. So other than watching boring regional television yeah, and the sure. ABC, yeah. Yeah. Um, I play video games. Oh, that, yeah. that's a pretty, that's a yep. much better reason than most yeah, of us. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep. And um, I became a bit of a fanboy, and I didn't realise at the time there was any sort of outlet here. There wasn't any. Like, yeah, of yeah, course. Sure. Was, well, it's all overseas. So yeah, I assume so, yeah. I got in touch with um, a person in, at Sega of America called Judy Jet. 
Yeah. Okay, and this is before the time of the internet. So yeah, 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 yeah of course. Writing old, letters, old pen writing letters. letters. Yeah. So we pay, became great contacts and mates. And then one day she sent over a box. Yeah. Opened up the box and it had every cheat tip walkthrough for every game that had already been released here, which wasn't many for yep. the Master System right. and Mega Drive. But all the games that had not been released here. Oh wow! Oh wow! That would have been so, sick. I, so I'm like, okay. Could you imagine <laughs> if the internet, <laughs> the the if the internet was a thing that at that point? So yeah. Could yeah. become internet famous basically instantly. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would, I was like the the knowledge base of everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I then noticed that when I bought one of the games, there was like a sticker on the back talking yeah. about this hotline. So I got in touch with him. Oh, I really want to work with you guys. I don't know, like a, like a typical nineteen-year-old goes. And um, so it sent me up for an interview. And basically, they asked me, "Well, what can you give us? You know, what what, what do you know? What can you bring to the company?" And yeah, I sure. slid over a, a bit of paper, <laughs> this big box uh-huh. of uh, information. No, one. You got to tease them. You know, got to tease them, mate. So I slid it across, and they're looking at this game, and in basic terms, where the fuck did you get this? Yeah. <laughs> I said, well, if you want to know more, um, I've got a whole box of this stuff. Yeah, right. And wow. I told them where I got it all from, and yeah, they offered me a job. So but I was living in a small country town called Beechworth at the time. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So I had to pack all my stuff, and drive up there in this little car, about a 10-hour drive, <laughs> and... Started the, the first, uh, yeah, the big smoke. Well, I never lived, never lived in the city before, so yeah. oh, so big, big learning big. curve. I say to people, yeah, so, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that's how I started. So I started helping out on the hotline and um, uh, helped out a lot of kids and lonely housewives. <laughs> oh, wow. lonely, lonely housewives. I suppose, Wanting yeah, to, kids yeah. are at school. What else they got to do all day? They oh, play goodness. RPG games. <laughs> Wow. That's what the they do. You know. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have no. guessed that. <laughs> yep, they just like a nice long story, nice and slow, no blood or violence. It's just, yeah, that's huh. what they seem to like. Oh, yeah, right. did that and also did reviews for video games. Yep. For Megazone magazine. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Man, so that's what that I did. a much better history than I know a lot of people have. Um, <laughs> yeah. not, especially it's their first different. job. Yeah, people yeah. go, who are you? Yeah, no. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so, yeah, so that's what I did. Um, for a yeah five six years I did that yeah that's awesome that's, awesome. that's really really yeah. good so so like you were, so you um did people so people called you up to yep so were you in like an office or were you yeah we were in like, in like an office so okay. it was part of Sega Aussie Soft we were right, right. on the bottom floor yeah um it wasn't a big room you know so it only had it could sit about uh, six at most eight people at a time yeah usually. Yeah. Uh, there'd be four, four or five people working at one time. Right. But I, I just, even though I was working casual, I just come in there unpaid because yeah. I love the job so much. So huh. go in there. Um, and that's the dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. like a job so much, you'll happily you, do it you unpaid. Actually, want to come in? <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't want to let them know that you do it too much when you're being paid because uh, they'd probably take advantage of that. Yeah. So we we had like we we'd have the desks around the outside. And then we had two large cupboards. Yeah. And each cupboard, one cupboard was for all the Master System games. Yeah. And one cupboard was for 
the Mega Drive games. Oh man! So they were full chockers. Yeah, so right. much so, like you had to stack games on top of games uh. um, just to fit them Stuck all them in. in there. That would have been a kid's dream back then. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Um, oh, and we also, um, before games got released, we used to get them in ROM version, uh, in a ROM ROM form. Yep, so yep. we get the chips, yeah, and yeah. then you get this sort of like large motherboard thing that you're plonking top on top of the uh, Mega Drive. Yep. Like a dev kit sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the first game I saw of that was um, Street Fighter 2. Oh, oh wow. wow. So, oh, man. Just drooling over this game. Like, we're playing something <laughs> that no one else has seen. No one's seen it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a good game, too. Like, yeah. still holds up to the oh, day. they're still oh, yeah. releasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's on that um, Super Nintendo little <laughs> box down there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, so, um, oh, and that was a big impact because I remember one of the guys is uh, one of my colleagues called Brian. He's actually got a, a, a YouTube page called Since Spaces. And when he came, when we finished off for the day and we just finished playing the game, all, we were walking back to the bus and all he could do was keep on doing these Harukan! <laughs> and me and my other, other workmates were just standing, this, standing behind him watching this guy walk out going, Harukan! Oh, oh. Okay, it's a great game, mate! Just settle, settle, yeah, yeah, know. So, yeah, they were really good times there. Yeah, yeah and you, cool. you got to do celebrity gigs as well. Like, we have celebs come in. Really? Um, because we'd have the magazine. Yeah, yeah. And we do, like, a, a center page spread, you know. This celebrity likes this game. What do you think of video games? Who <laughs> 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 would have been the biggest um, The magazine you would get for that. the articles. Um, the biggest name... They were mainly Australian celebs. Yeah, sure. People you know? off Neighbours and shit. <laughs> Bingo. <They're, they're laughs> the whole uh, cast of Home and Away. Um, the Home and Away crew were Robinson right into it. In. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were right Carly into it. Carly Magnog. Minigoo. Yeah, uh, we had, I don't know, uh, Maynard, do you remember Maynard? No, you wouldn't have known him. But he was like, he was like a, he was like a retro. So imagine... imagine a guy about thirty years of age, yep. but he'd be he'd be uh, connected to like the eighties or or the nineties. So he was the same version, but, but he like was more connected 60s. to the earlier. <laughs> yeah, so he had all this daggy retro stuff going on. Yeah, so right. People like that coming <laughs> yep. in. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh. Yeah, so we used to do those things. We used to do road shows as well. Yep. So we go out to shopping centres, and kids come in and that. And some of oh, them, oh yeah, would, like yeah, yeah, and yeah. And, and, and some of them would go, oh, are you Sega Master T? Yeah, can you can you sign my cap for me, please? <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> good that's, yeah, it was just it was a, a really weird time and yeah. a really great time. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> What? That's on, on the on the phone, so people are calling you up. What are the kind of questions you were getting asked? Yeah, like, I've, got, I've you, got some questions on that as well. Yeah, like, <laughs> are they asking you how to play the game properly, or if they're stuck? No, or? they get stuck. So that would that would be. I don't know where to go next. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm am stuck in this room. Uh, this is Alex Kidd in Miracle World. No. I'm stuck in this room, and there's these symbols on the ground. Yep. And I need to know which order I have to. S- stamp on them and right. like we get lots of calls for them at first but then once the game was inbuilt into the master system yep. that's when the calls went up yeah because uh, yeah, okay, they yeah. get yeah so, so, 
So it'd be sun, star, moon, the same thing. Every just about every second call was that <laughs> fucking room. Stand <laughs> <laughs> on the fucking door. <laughs> so you, you, so you start implementing one of those like press one if it's the, the kids' room. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I've, I've worked, I've worked um, help desk stuff, and oh. we're where every second call is the same bloody oh, thing, yeah. and uh, it does get that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the B the Bos, um, and you get calls about. Mainly, uh, like, platformers were the big thing back then. Yeah, so, yeah, obviously, yeah, sure. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, so, absolutely. there'd be certain stages of Sonic the Hedgehog where kids get stuck. So, they'd say, oh, I'm stuck on a, 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 at a place where there's this big red block. I can't get past it. What do I do? <laughs> and you would literally have to sit there and listen to the kid playing the game, trying to pick up the <laughs> Telltale Zones. And, you, and you'd find yourself... Imagining you're sitting there with him. It's like, no, 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 you're doing it wrong. Because you can hear them jumping. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, no. And so that's how into the game you got. Yeah. Because wow. you had such to, a weird service. See, yeah. I, I remember. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't imagine this as kid. I got stuck in a game. I just sort of got, got shitty with it and turned it off. <laughs> I, I, I never finished one of the Sonic games because there was a level really early on, I'm pretty sure. You should have called like, Tim. The water that came up. <laughs> and you yeah. like, die in the water every time. <laughs> <laughs> if you, like, you've got um, Ma- uh, a mania. That's yeah, it. I yeah. couldn't remember the name for a Sonic second. Mania. Yeah. Like, that's the same dying graphic, or like yeah, yeah, like drowning. Yeah. Like, <laughs> heartbreaking. It's really like terrifying <laughs> as a child. Yeah. Going, I just drowned Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> what what game do you reckon you got like the most calls for? Oh, it was Alex Keep Miracle Alex, World? Yeah, yeah. That, it, that, and, that and that I know because people would say, "Oh, it was always Sonic," but it was always Alex. Alex Kidd because Alex Kidd. Oh, because wow. when the Mega Drive came out, you, it was sort of seen that the Master System were, was the poor man's console. So so you know you, you get a lot of people that don't have much money, so they'll yeah. go out and help out their kids. Fair and enough. when the game's in built, you know they're going to call up about it. That so makes sense. Yeah, if that's the yeah. game everyone has. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be those games. Um, it would also be role playing games as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from the Lonely Housewives. <laughs> um, so you know, you get those mini RPGs like uh, Wonder Boy and Monster World. Those I've got Wonder yeah, Boy. I got Wonder yeah. Boy three on the Switch. So when they remastered yeah, it, it looks yeah, incredible. yeah, it, it is a crisp game. It yeah, is yeah, yeah it, wonderfully presented and good basic story. I mean, yeah. I don't have the time or patience for that shit. Yeah, yeah. And sure. I just <laughs> want to go in, kill, die, and get out again. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we got calls a lot about that, and then you get weird calls. So the weird calls, the weirdest call I ever got was a guy who couldn't get his Mega Drive out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that's a good and one. I, and I'm yeah. saying, okay, okay, so, all right, well, have you tried using a knife? No, 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 I don't want to use a knife. I don't want to ruin the box off. For fuck's sake, come on. <laughs> okay, maybe you had some hindsight about, you know, nowadays, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. the box will be worth like a gazillion dollars. But, <laughs> but no, 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 I can't open it up. There's all this glue because there'd be glue that sealed the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the yeah. Top. And so, no, I can't quite, you know, cut it through. And then he just got angry and hung up on me. So, <laughs> I just, yeah. Now that, yeah. that, that uh, system's worth a lot of money because yeah. you never got it out of the box yeah. so it's original yeah. packaging yeah. no damage in that bad boy and it's worth a bit of money yeah so um, yeah so you got those calls um, I'm trying to think what else we used to do um, 
Yeah, just the promotions. We we had a, a strong connection with the Sydney Kings as well. Oh. So we used to, when they play their ga- um, games at, uh, what is it, the Entertainment Centre in Sydney, yeah, we'd sure. go along and kids would come up and one of the guys that worked called Derek, he used to dr- dress up as... Sonic the Hedgehog. Because oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. he had to build skinny legs, skinny arms. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. But, you know, because, oh, you know, so get a picture with him and, and all that. Not on an iPhone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or a camera. Um, yeah, so we did that as well. But, yeah, yeah, it was just PR, PR central. You, yeah, if you yeah, weren't yeah. playing, you are out there promoting. Promoting yeah, stuff, right. yeah. yeah. Wow. Hmm. Oh, that's good yeah. as. Yeah. Still sounds like an absolutely bonkers job to have. Yeah, I yeah. still can't wrap my head around yeah. a call-in <laughs> like service, no, but I'm stuck in this game. It's just what you would have had to have done before Google. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you can't go online and look up cheats. Yeah, I just <laughs> thought I just would have thought back in those days if you're stuck, you're stuck yeah. until a mate tells you how to get how past. To get or or, or yeah, yeah. mum or, might be able to help me out. Yeah, 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 yeah mum. Yeah. Mum was pretty good at help me. Out <laughs> things like that. But, or you go you and buy one of like the forty dollar walkthrough books, yes. like the official books. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but 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 the uh, I was saying before the the irony of it all is is that I worked for a company that provided sheets and walkthroughs and all that. Yeah. yeah. But to this day, I never cheat on a game. <laughs> I never I never used one of those. Oh, so I can see level eight or whatever. That's because you already know it all. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> As I'm saying, like I, I I tried I tried playing um, Miracle World the other day. I'm like, it was just fo- so foreign to me because. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I'm more into the, the arcade scene yeah, now, sure. so um, using MAME and that. But yeah, yeah, I've got that connection with Sega that will you know, never disappear. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That's good as. I think. So, uh, so or how, how did you sort of go with the whole collapse of the hardware part of Sega? Because you, uh, you would have been out by that point if you were yeah. until 96, but that still would have been a bit, yeah. a bit tough, I'm guessing. Um, well, look, what happened... First of all, the hotline got sold off first. Okay, yep. Right. Okay. Uh, Kevin Burmeister, who was uh, the CEO of Aussie Soft, he sold it off to a um, one of those telemarketing sort of companies where you rang up yep. and you paid a dollar a minute to use the services. Yeah, oh, right. And what okay. they did, they got rid of uh, all the staff and they got new people in that a didn't know the games, yeah, B, yeah. weren't allowed to play the games, and oh. C, read everything off a database, a monochrome screen. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah, And okay. you see where I'm going back to, so when I say, all oh, right, I'm stuck on a level, there's a big red box. Yeah, they, they mm. don't know the jump sound. They don't know. You have yeah, to, yeah. you have to, yeah, so... I was I was bitter about that how they started charging I people. I think to everyone play games. would be, uh, even yeah. especially. They want the call to take yeah. longer yeah. so they can make but, more money off it. But yep. at that time, when that when it got sold off, the uh, PlayStation came in, yeah, yeah and that just yeah. yeah, and just destroyed Sega from there. Am I bitter? In hindsight, I'm not. Yeah, because they fucked themselves up. Yeah, yeah. Quite, but quite at the frank, time, quite frankly, at the time it would have been pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah sure. You know, in, 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 you know, people can keep on wishing for uh, the Sega console to come back. But look, there's so many consoles out there. How, yeah. how the hell are they going to do it? You don't. Yeah. You don't need that. As long as they can make the good games and then put that yeah. on the existing consoles, then then it doesn't get locked down. Yeah. That's They're more right. agnostic then. Th- if you've got right. something, you're more like more than likely able to play the games. And and the workforce of Sega has completely changed mm. too. You're not going to have that same thinking, the same approach. The mm. yeah, yeah, it's going to be a completely different unit. 
all together. It, it just wouldn't work. So yeah. just got to let it go, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and, it. Well, we're, we're in a pretty good spot now. I mean, you've got mm. the two major companies pushing their consoles. Three. So you've got competition there. Yeah. And then you've got one other that's sort of trying different things and being innovative. Mm. Doing their and own thing, yeah. that's it. So you don't need to own eight or nine different consoles to have everything. No, if yeah. you've got the big bucks, you can just buy three. If you can't but afford three, you just buy one. You're still getting most of the games. True, yeah. that's it. If we had this massive, you know, you know, all the consoles that ever... If yeah. it was still one big console war between you know, yeah. six <laughs> or seven different... The Sega we and Atari the and all those people were still yeah, yeah. around having that many... Yeah. yeah. It would just be more fragmented than it already is. Yeah. No, you wouldn't be able to silly. play anything. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. It's very hard. Yeah. So we can look it back and be like, ah, oh, it's a pity that you know we lost that. But in the end, it still it still works out for the best for the mm. consumers, I guess. Mm. True. Mm. But, uh, which which we are. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we're all about the games. So as long or do as we, we technically fall into the prosumer market, considering that they, we Don't. produce content? No, it's it's not, I, I wouldn't call it's it content. Don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is just yelling into the internet void, really. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> this microphone's aren't even on. We're just, yeah. <laughs> that recording's not actual recording. It's just, it's just a, an animation. Yeah, yeah, an animation. <laughs> That's a YouTube yeah. video. Of when, that, when that red light comes on, it means we're actually live. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, like, when the watch red light out. comes on, it's actually we're doing something, and then it disappears. Yeah. It's, Someone's it's listening. Shoddy. Yeah. <laughs> But um, did you? Because you're obviously hearing people get stuck on bits, which are you know obviously mm. just hard. Did you ever get any like actual bugs, like things that no one had seen before in the game? Like it shouldn't be doing that. Like I can't go through this door because it won't open. You blow on the cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> right. ah, that, 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 that solves the problem. No, no, not really. You saw very raw versions of games. There was like a a rugby league game that was being re- released for the first time for any console, mm-hmm. and you saw it in its rawest version, so not all the sounds are being completed or that. Yeah, sure. Right. But um, no, no, you never really saw glitches with oh, games. Okay. You, Which is you weird. never. I guess it's, like, it's, <coughs> it's not like they'd simpler. be able to patch anything out. Like yeah. the games would, ha- they'd have to make sure the games are rock solid before it gets out the door. Because yeah. once it's on that cart, they're not they're not patching it. These days, it's like oh, it doesn't mm. matter if there's a bug, we'll just patch it out in a week or so. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Like they're happy to release a, an unfinished product these days. Well, I guess that's mm. it then, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I got it. They just tested it to the point where there's nothing that could possibly break anymore. But yeah. Yeah. you also didn't have the internet hyping everything up, so if something sure. got pushed back, yeah, kind of didn't know as much. Yeah. yeah, you've got this whole thing now where. We knew about Red Dead Redemption like three years ago. Yeah. Mm. Like, come on. There's so much of a hype <laughs> train like, build up. That's what they're doing with Cyberpunk. Yeah. When, oh. they, when they, with that Twitter account, they're just like, beep. They yep. just tweeted out a beep, and that just sent the incident into a frenzy. There's a guy yeah. over there with the sticker on his shirt. How good's uh, that? That's oh, good. What a hero. Get the name out there. He is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> um, but also think about with bugs. Like, these days, if like a weird like glitch or a bug gets found, it goes mm. up on Reddit or on the internet yeah, and everyone exactly. knows about it. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been harder to even spread the information of a weird glitch that you, to get through a door that you shouldn't be able to get through or whatnot. Yeah. I like, think I think the main problems, they were mainly a, a hardware issue, like let's say yeah. with the Sega CD, um, the, like the door wouldn't open. If, mm. You know, you might get some units that come back um, like that or um, maybe there's a problem with the pin connectors. Yeah, you right. Know, It'd be more of a hardware thing, more than a software thing. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. So it yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Did Did you ever give feedback to to Sega? Because, like, I mean, obviously, if someone's getting stuck constantly on one bit, then obviously that's a, a good example of poor game design. No. 
You nah. never got an opportunity to give feedback. I think I nah. feel like it's a bit of a wasted uh, opportunity. Because <laughs> you got to you got to understand that we were Kevin Burmeister and Aussie Soft. They only had the license. They they didn't they yeah, didn't right. have much voice in saying right. what what things were going to happen the way what yeah, games were sure. going to come out. Um, there was just mainly push from Sega of America to do yeah. things. Yep. You know, and as Al Nielsen put it. Um, he didn't come down to Australia because Sega was looking after itself. Huh. People don't understand how big Sega was. You know, you see this kid here, he's got his Super Mario thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, Sega was just shitting on Yeah, well, that was Nintendo. the thing. Like, um, Sonic was bigger than Mario for quite a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah killed us. Unaware of that. Oh, yeah, he, he was a bigger <laughs> character for quite a bit of time. I suppose there was like the event. I remember as a kid watching a Sonic TV show. Yeah, there was Sonic yep. TV. There was yeah. a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> I remember, I remember that cartoon, like Sonic X yeah. or whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're, ma- they're making a movie at the moment. Yeah, they are, with uh, uh, Ben Schwartz. Yeah, not, <laughs> and Jim Carrey. I'm pretty oh, sure amazing. Jim Carrey's yeah, Jim Eggman. Carrey. Yeah, oh, Jim like Carrey's that. Eggman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, who, wow. was, who was Sonic? Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. What do I know him from? Parks and Rec. John oh. Ralphio. Oh, yes. Yep. No, yeah, I yeah. can see that. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> It'll be good. Well, well as an ex-Sega employee, I'm not exactly excited. Like, uh, I just, <laughs> uh, I'm just worrying. I'm worrying that it's going to be another Mario Brothers again. <laughs> so it's just going to yeah, be no a no one flop. wants that one, to be honest. <laughs> no, coming out this summer. You know? uh, no, I'd no. still probably watch it, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So just, I'm, just to see. I may be old and bitter, but I just, you, know, you see so many mistakes in life, you just know it's going to happen again. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. That's it, that's it. Well, I suppose they haven't even learned their lessons with the modern games. They did Sonic Mania, which was good, but then straight away there was that, was it Forces? Yeah, Sonic which, Forces. Which, which got panned again. It's like, yeah, they don't know how to make a Sonic game anymore. <laughs> how many Sonic games do we need? Oh, too many. This is just There's too many. Lot, yeah. There is a lot. But they're trying to reinvent it for the whole uh, 3D platforming era, which it never yeah. sort of successfully did. I guess. Yeah. It's so hard. You, you move too fast. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole thing. It was about speed. Yeah, but it like doesn't work in, in a 3D, 3D platformer. It's, it's like... It's, it's, I think that's the first sort of Sonic games I played because I never mm. had any of the classic like 2D Sonic yeah, games. Yeah, sure. Mm. My, my stepbrother and sister had a GameCube at their mum's house, which they occasionally brought around to their dad's house, which is where I lived. Yeah. And mm. they had some of the Sonic games on there. So I just, that's just what I thought Sonic was. This oh, 3D. Sonic Adventure? Yeah, 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 yeah. it was one yeah, of those. Yeah. And, and you had to collect these tiny little creatures because you had like a garden or something that you kept that's, them in. That's been in a lot of yeah. them, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. But, and then I remember just running around like big 3D cities and then, yep. yeah. But occasionally going into almost a 2D sort of side-on view. But that's just what I thought Sonic was. I didn't realise that <laughs> this is not considered this good is what, anymore. This is butchered <laughs> Sonic. Yeah. yeah. No, no, so first time I really got hands on with the classic, hmm. I guess, Sonic was Sonic Mania. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> no, oh. no. Yeah, right. but that's, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, well, what? I think that kind of wraps us up then. For yeah, I, yeah. Th- I think that's Sega sort of, chat. yeah. Let's that's have good. a beer. <laughs> thank you for coming and have a chat oh, with us. Oh, sir. Yeah, and if you can can hear that, that's a shake. Yeah, handshake. lots of handshakes. I hope your mic works properly. No, it, it, it all seems to be coming through. That's fine. a really good setup. Yeah, I, think yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think of this before. <laughs> that's a, that's a new Slightly erogenous, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a little. At the next S and M convention. And that, my friends, wraps up our time at the Go Game Market. But not this episode. For a mere one week later, the boys headed down to PAX Australia to interview some indie devs.
So I'm here with uh, Andrew from, what do we got? Battle Briefs. Uh, so Juicy Cupcake and the game is Brief Battles, yeah. Brief Battles, there we go. <laughs> I knew I was going to get the name wrong. It's a backwards thing, especially <laughs> like America, everyone calls it Battle Briefs, I don't know why. Yeah. Cool, so do you want to tell us a bit about the game? Uh, yeah, so Brief Battles, it's an underpants fighting party game. So yeah, fight your friends with superpowered undies. So, um, and then we've got things like classic battle free for all, hold the gold bear buns where you're fighting naked and fighting for the one pair of undies. Yep. And um, a bunch of single player co-op content there as well where you're fighting little beasties and yeah, okay, because cool we had to play around with the with the multiplayer sort of just party mode stuff, but the single player stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's hours and hours but now, so some pretty hard challenge stuff. Like if you want to play it as an achievement hunter, Ooh. you're going to have to do really precise <laughs> movement-based things. Um, otherwise, yeah, there is some co-op so you can work with a friend and we're bringing in boss battles and that's where we really post-launch plans to keep adding okay, more boss cool. battles and that, challenges. That, that sounds nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's such a weird concept. So you're just these little thumb-looking characters almost. <laughs> And you're fighting over these undies. Essentially, they give you crazy abilities to be able to... That's how you actually fight. You don't have any abilities otherwise until uh, until you get said underwear. You do have your butt if yeah. you need it. But yeah, otherwise, yeah, the undies okay. is definitely the way you want to play. Yeah. So, But it's fast-paced. You're all equal in ability. So you pick your favorite cute little underwear area. Um, and then run out, grab some undies and see how you go and it's always changing so you're going to get a random pair of undies from presents you're picking up new ones all the time it's sort of unlimited until you get popped but yep. you've got to get popped often and you're going to pick up new things it's always yeah. changing so it's a, it's a bit of a weird concept though like where did you sort of come up with the idea for this um, underpants so it started out with the one character um, Kevin who's just in his undies he's got a cape um, we had him in a, like, we were deciding to make either a platformer game with him or yep. an arena game. So we had the same one character, four of him running around in underpants, okay. eating pieces of melon and spitting highly, like, sped melon pips at each other. And that was, like, the game for a while. Yeah. And, and we kind of, like, kept adding all these abilities and things like that. But there were still melon pips, like, just, like, triple shot melon pips and weird stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and eventually we kind of embraced the power of the butt and slowly yeah. turned it into an underwear-based <laughs> game. Um, yeah, the idea got slid. Uh, we we're discussing some marketing concepts, and yeah, it took a while to like make it 100% that, but mm -hmm. eventually we fully embraced the power of the butt, yeah, overhauled yeah. some ideas, and it became a much better game. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it is. It's quite slick and fast paced and sold. Like, is it out yet, or is it still um, in behind so, the no, scenes? Yeah, like this is pretty much the final game yeah. that we're looking at at uh, PAX this year. Um, but uh, yeah, to be coming, we'll probably have a really big announcement uh, next month. So okay, cool. Yeah, so that'll be. Yeah, probably release window and platforms, things like that. So Yeah, yeah. so cool. it'll be on like Steam. Are, are you looking at just PC or is it going on consoles as well? Um, it's guaranteed for uh, PC and Xbox One, but uh, we'll see if we announce anything else, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's cool. cool. No worries, mate. So we're with Brett from uh, Lawson Shadow, uh, indie dev game here at PAX. Do you want to tell us a bit about the game? Alrighty, so first of all, it's uh, Lawson Shadows is the name of the game, just yep. so you know, sorry about that. But, uh, <laughs> sorry, the, yep. it's, it's Salty Studios is in really small writing underneath it. <laughs> but we're Salty Studios, which is the only team that's based out of Launceston in Tasmania. Oh wow, okay. We actually had nothing better to do, so we, we did this. <laughs> so Love it. essentially what we're trying to do here is we're trying to make um, Lawson Shadow into a cel-shaded style first-person thief game. Yep. So it's a, a bit of a strange market, we're kind of aiming not to sell or promote here today, we're actually here to get feedback. So we've made a tutorial, we've made the general idea of the game, and we've set the setting. And what we want is we want people to come here today and tell us what they'd like to see in games like this, what they'd like to see in our game personally, and, you know, what would you pay $20 for on Steam? Yeah, sure. Mm. Well, I think we can say there's not, not a lot we haven't paid $20 for on Steam between <laughs> us. Um, pretty much anything's up for grabs there. <laughs> so, 
so what I've seen is it's a lot of like looking down porch. Like you've got a very focused area of what mm. you see, yep. and you've got to sort of like sneak around, steal what your objective is. Yeah, kind uh, of uh, hitman style almost. Where you've got an objective, you need to steal this item, or yeah, exactly. Like we're we're aiming for a lot of the time. The the story is very like, uh, I guess it's blunt. The story it's it's go here, steal this, do that. Um, you're going to hurt companies by doing this. So we want uh, our main character to be able to stealthily or potentially violently get to where he needs to go and steal the objective or get to the objective to escape. Yeah, sure. So it's, uh, the torch is a, is a big feature in it. You can turn it on and off. There's obviously going to be a hell of a lot more AI. Um, AI. There's going to be a lot more dogs. Uh, there's going to be guards. There's going to be more uh, security tripwires, uh, security cameras. So it's all about trying to navigate through the darkness. And, um, yeah, we're trying to make stealth a main option. But violence a secondary one for the first so time. So it's not the only, but it's the uh, the preferred. Yeah, it is a preferred. Yeah, awesome. Our tutorial here shows off that um, essentially just the stealth options. Yep. But we, in the other levels that we have, and we do have 10 levels that we want to provide. Yeah, we sure. We want to make them bigger and, and more expansive so you can choose exactly how you want to do it. Oh, sounds awesome. We'll have mm. to give it a crack. We haven't had a chance to play this one yet, but we. Yeah. sounds good. I'm keen. That's what I'm here for. Awesome. Well, <laughs> I'm here thank to you sell for it. your time today, mate. Not a problem Have at a good all. one. Okay, so I am here with Sadie from Hi. 3B. They make a game called Sneaker. Yeah. So tell me about the game. So Sneaker is a first-person stealth game where your only weapons are shoes. You've only got two shoes to resource from, obviously, because you've only got two feet. Right. Oh. Makes sense. But that's okay. If you lose your shoes at any time, it's fine because you can rewind time. Oh, okay. So you, can, you also control time, which is, which is pretty fun. Okay. How do shoes allow you to control time? So... <laughs> The shoes themselves are not the time. You yep. have like a little cute little like a cassette tape like okay. delivered to you from a mysterious stranger, you know, a faceless entity. Yep. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> um, and of course, cassette tapes can rewind, so I'm course. assuming that's it's, how the time comes in. Obviously <laughs> magic. Yep. Makes I mean, it makes perfect it sense. It's, it's, a, it's a logical leap it to is. make there. It, <laughs> it absolutely is. So Callum here is just playing through it at the moment. Looks like he's going through some ventilation yeah, shafts or something. Yeah, he's smashing it, smashing it. Real sneaky. <laughs> that makes sense with the with the with the, uh, with the sneakers. So where are you guys based out of? So we're from Canberra. Canberra. So okay. we so we originally went through the AIE. Yep. Like so we we studied AIE, then we did the GDML course as well, and then we did the AIE incubator, and that's really good because it gave us a lot of support. You mm -hmm. know, so. You know, grants, the office the office space, you know, the whole thing. So, yep. AE, shout out to AE. Yeah, <laughs> those guys. Sick. And the concept for the game, because you're using shoes to do weird things. <laughs> how, did, how does that come about? So, Who it, thought of that one? So, our programmer, <laughs> Dean, he's not currently here at the moment. He's probably off stuffing his face with food or something. Come on, Dean. Living the life, really. <laughs> Um, so it came about because it was originally a concept for our like our 15 week assessment. Okay. So it was like an end of end of the year yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And so he just wanted something real simple, you know, different shoes, do different things, etc., yep. etc. But then it kind of blew up into like you put yeah, time. Yeah, the scope just keeps yeah, expanding, 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 expanding. Yeah. And then we decided to just we decided to take it into the incubator, and this is where we are. Yeah. So it's this nice sort of. Like almost like a flatter, cartoony-ish yeah, art yeah. style. We definitely wanted to go with like like a, a kind of paying homage, like old kind of like Spyro-ish type things, yep. you know. So that yeah, yeah. no, I, I see that. Yeah, I see that with the um, 
even just like the models there, even on the shoe, you can see it's the yeah, yeah. it's and a bit more a bit more polygony by design. Yeah, and the smoke really there coming off of was well, that was two <laughs> D sprites, but in a done like in a nice artistic yeah, way. Yeah, so we tried to have yep. like real real warped, really warped kind of assets. So like yeah, super cartoony. Uh, cool. Yeah. And like, is like uh, release around the corner? Are we still a bit um, of a way off? So. We were a we're aiming for January next year yep. for release. We were hoping to have it released for PAX itself for that. That would make that sense, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, January. Keep your eye out, yep. January. And whereabouts are we looking? Steam, consoles? Um, initially, it'll be Steam, yep. yeah. But after that, depending on how well it does, obviously, we're going to be looking to expand onto other consoles, yep. especially the Switch. Yeah. Nintendo, that's the way <laughs> if you're out there. <laughs> that's the way hey. to go. <laughs> you, got, you, get, you get blue and red shoes to go with the blue and red Joy-Con. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. We no. could even... Do like a marketing thing yeah, where yeah, the yeah, Joy-Cons like, are get, shoes. Yeah, getting some uh, Mario assets in there. Could be <laughs> Mario <laughs> shoe for all we It'd know. It'd be beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> ah, awesome. Well, thank you very much for talking to me today. Uh, no problem <laughs> at cool. all. Thank you. So I'm here with Anthony from It's a Forge, and we just played Aura of the Worlds, which is a uh, pixel art roguelike experience. Um, I have to say it was really good, really well made from what I've played of that uh, first section there. Um, very smooth with the combat and everything like that. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about the game? Thanks, man. So, uh, yep, as Callum was mentioning, our game's a creative tactics roguelike platformer. We throw you into a procedural death labyrinth. Your objective is to progress, utilizing your wits, your reflexes, and twisting the world to your advantage. So there's a heavy emphasis on improvisation, like, hey, there's love bit in front of me. How do I reach that chest on the other side? Do I grapple across? Do I bend time, bounce up enemy heads? Do I just oh, boomerang to fetch it safely? Do I throw in a grenade and set everything nearby on fire? Yep. Yeah, it was great. Well, that was the thing. I found it was very... If I decided I wanted to do something different when I was halfway through an action, it was great because I could just turn around and change my attack or dodge halfway through. It was very much... There was no limitation on what you were stopping me from doing. It was very much I could go and do whatever I felt like at that exact moment, which is great to see in a game where you can just have that choice to go, actually, I don't want to do this. Let's back away. Let's let's disengage or let's roll or let's turn around something like that. Yeah, um, and you can also play uh, non-lethally as well. Yeah, right. It's even possible to uh, bypass half the bosses without killing anything. You can, for example, cloak yourself to turn invisible. You can manipulate the traps to take out enemies. Or you yeah, can sure. Or of course, you can always jump into the fray. Though, of course, you're. Yep. You're, you're, you're exposing yourself in a lot more ways by doing that. Yeah, cool. Like, hey, I don't want to deal with that bullet piranhas. Let's just uh, blow it up so and watch them uh, struggle. Yeah. And so you've got a few different, like, classes from what I can see. You had a few different weapon types. Yep. So uh, your weapons define your your character class. So yep. you can have, you can, for example, swing to the play with a grapple and sword. You can play defensively with a crossbow and shield. It all yeah, sure. depends on uh, what equipment you unlock and what type of gen level generation you have and what your style of strategy is in yeah, terms cool. of dealing with the challenges ahead. Well, it was awesome. Well, you, you guys have been what, you said in development since 2013? Yep, it has been, been quite a long while. Yeah, sure. yes. <laughs> and so you, you're actually out now? Yes, you can get some we're keys. currently on Steam and HIO. Yeah, awesome. So and you're planning to bring it anywhere else or just Steam for uh, the moment? Eventually. Potentially, we're looking at the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, so awesome. It's where you, it's where you want to go with yeah. a, an indie game these days. So Get it on there. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, look, thank you for your time, mate. It's been a great yep. game. Great to talk with you. Thank it's you. It's great to talk with you guys, too. Thanks so much. No worries, man. What's the what's the company that you've got here? Because I can see the game's Lethal Lawns. Dime Studio. Dime Studio. Yes. All right, and what was your name? 
I'm Dan. Dan, how you doing? I'm Nick. Yes, Nick. Good to meet yeah, you. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot no, his it name. Was off, it was off camera. All right, so um, we just had a good go of your game, Lethal Lawns. It's uh, one of those four-player party games. Um, yep. There's a few of them around, but this one's really fun. We just played it together. I won. Smashed, <laughs> smashed everyone. Uh, so uh, it's highly rate the game already. Yep. Um, in your words, let's describe the game for us. Uh, it's competitive lawn mowing. Competitive lawn mowing, it yep. is. Well, I mean, usually I've seen, I don't see a lot of like lawn mowing in general, but there's not that much <laughs> murder <laughs> no, in no. normal lawn mowing, so you might have to elaborate a bit because I died okay. a lot. Yeah, so it's it's a competitive lawn mowing blood sport. Ah, blood, okay, you see, yep. I feel like you can't leave that one out. Yeah. Um, well, so how long has this been in development for? So it began as an experimental project in November last year. November oh, wow. 25 was, so was like our first commit that we did. And the experiment was to make a game in three months. Oh, oh okay. I can um, see that. Yeah, so we, we actually... I, I ended up working on it most of, most of the project. So we started mm. all together, the three of us at the time. Yep. Um, and then after a week of prototyping or two weeks of prototyping... The other guys had to jump back on a contract work. Right. I said, uh, this is really fun stuff you. I'm going to keep <laughs> working on it. And kind of just took over the project from there. It's good as. So I, I then worked on it for another f- four months. Uh, so we, we shipped it April 1st. Oh, wow. Oh, March, that's a good day to March ship it. 30- yeah, well, that was kind of the goal that, yeah, that yeah. I ended up aiming for. It was a really bad idea. <laughs> oh. um, self-publishing with no marketing on April 1st. Right. Yeah. Don't do it. Future <laughs> devs out there. But keep that one in mind. Yeah. But it, it's really good. I'm impressed that it was only come. You only came up with it in like three months because it it's, it feels pretty solid. And I, I reckon you could play it for hours with you know sitting on the couch with friends. Yeah, yeah. It really goes to show like just how you don't need that much time as long as you got a good idea. Yeah, we we spent a lot of time early on trying to get the feel right. Yeah, yeah. Um, trying to like make it match our vision because we we had a very strong vision. Um, so our, our kind of methodology for coming up with the idea was we were just talking shit <laughs> and talking about wouldn't it be funny if we got like four people from Jim's mowing to come round <laughs> and um, they all arrive at the same time. We're like, we're only paying one of you. <laughs> and yeah, go. And I then we just totally started like, we, we just started riffing off these ideas of scenarios of like, was, uh, was well, killing, they're, was they're killing each other like straight away in the in the plan. Uh, well, when, when we sort of moved it to a game idea, yeah, yeah. it definitely was. Uh, I mean, enough. The, the killing aspect was very heavily tied to the fact that mowers don't damage each other. So yeah. it was this idea of jousting where yeah, yeah. you're like bumping mowers and you're trying to get around and you want to like catch people while they're in the grass because they're slow and they're vulnerable. Yeah, they yeah. I, did, I did notice that. Like you, you can either, you, you can mow the grass to get money or you can kill to take their money. Yes. So it's like, but when you're mowing yep. grass, you're so much slower. You're an easy target. Yeah, yeah. You're, and you're, I, I found that because you, you obviously you're pushing the lawnmower, you have to try to touch them with your lawnmower. I mm-hmm. thought it'd be really frustrating to try and maneuver it, but it was, ended up sort of it was kind of rewarding. Like oh, yeah. I, I felt like if I if I got killed, if I got killed, it was kind of my fault. Well, all right. So there's there's this um, great quote from Cliff Blazinski where, yeah. when he was working on Gears of War, said something to the effect of I don't remember the exact thing, but <laughs> something to the effect of I want dying to be just as fun as killing, <laughs> which is why you know the the visceral chainsaw. Yeah kills yeah like all of that stuff is really like as the victim yeah it's, it's, it's kind still of good fun <laughs> it's still funny and it feels like real punchy and impacty so yeah that that was a big part of lethal lawns was we want this game to be 
just as fun to lose as it is to win. Uh, look, so speaking as someone who hasn't actually lost this game before, I don't really know. You can't tell, right? You but, can't uh, weigh in. I can tell you that winning feels pretty good. <laughs> but, um, well, let's talk about getting the game. Where, where, do you, where do you find Is it out yet? or? Yep. So it's on Steam at the moment. And cool. we're, we're looking at console stuff. Uh, so it's on Steam. It's 5 US. We've got it here at PAX for pay what you want. Oh, wow, that's and, great. And uh, we're, we're taking anything. It doesn't have to be cash. <laughs> I, re I really want to get someone's like Starbucks rewards card that's ready to go, like a free coffee. Would you like us to? They're checking their, they're checking their wallets. Free, free coffee from Little Bambinis. Oh, it's actually ready for the free $5 coffee. Five dollar game credit. Look at that! Free it's ready for right a free there. coffee. I'll, I'll take it if you want to trade it. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's it's fantastic. I want to see this game go far. It, look, it looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the game has online multiplayer ready to go. I just got to like hit that launch button. Oh, wow. So we got the update for online multiplayer. Good um, stuff. More of a focus on like playing with your friends. So yeah. inviting your Steam friends into a party rather yeah. than doing matchmaking just because... It's good. You want to know that you're crushing the hopes of your friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those games that like... We definitely see it being fun in like a ranked match kind of oh scenario, and an eSport. <laughs> that's the idea for the next version, right? So, so the next iteration of, of Lethal Lawns as as an IP franchise is that. Oh wow! So this is like backyard wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah. The next version is like ESPN's picked it up. Like it's, it's the WWE now, right? Yes. It's this big spectacle. I can see it happening. It's a stadium. Yeah. 3v3. Oh, yeah. You got the MLG logo. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> no, That's it's it. not. I can it's, see it. You get, you have it's it. not MLG. We don't want to get sorry. sued. No, not MLG. It just happened. It's, it's the red, white, and blue logo. Red, white, you and know blue it. logo. There's going to be a term for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, that's, that's the vision for the next one is like uh, introducing team play, team dynamics, team strategy. I can see that. So, you know, 3v3, do we do two attacking, one defending, or one oh, defending, man, two yeah. attacking? That'd be good as. Yeah. You know. That's or do we just like, all three of us, we're going for them. Like, we're just going to go for kills, right? Just League of Legends, just like yep. lanes. Yeah. Lanes, yep. That's fantastic. No, definitely. Like, it's so easy to do. We just yeah, have yeah. like... Grass down the middle of the lane. Yeah, yeah. Like, areas of the field where there's no grass that you can just zip straight through. That'd be good as. <laughs> so good. Yeah. We, oh. we, we think it'll be a fun prototype oh, yeah. to start bashing together. So that's kind of like the next, the next thing that we're going to start working on now that we've kind of wrapped up with online and... Um, the Halloween update is is the oh, cemetery. Halloween update. Of so course. this this oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah this this is the cemetery. So the special thing here is that there's this layer of fog yeah. that's kind of covering the grass. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see that. I like that. It's a bit spooky. Yeah, it's nice. Very spooky. Oh, I can see a lot of potential in it. It's very good. Thank you. All right. Oh, thank you very much for your time. Yeah, no worries. It's thank been you. Been a good chat. Uh, good luck with the game. Cheers. So that wraps up the Heroes Tavern podcast for another week. You can check out our website, heroestavernpod.com. You can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at Heroes Tavern Pod. Or there's the Gmail, heroestavernpod at gmail.com. I've been Spazarus. Callum's been Hit That Rowdy. Nick has been Nick. Everyone who was featured in this episode will have details linked in the description, as will all of the games that we checked out at PAX. But thank you, and we will see you guys next week.